Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. Let's turn our attention today to James chapter number three. We're going to pick it up in verse number five. James three, verse five. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life and set on fire by hell. Verse seven, for every kind of beast and bird of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing my brothers. These things ought not be so. And I'll, I'll add, this is from Tim. My sisters, these things ought not be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. Let me go ahead and read verse 13. We'll, we'll use this verse in this session and the next. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in, in the meekness of wisdom. Whew, we have a long way to go. And uh, as the old country song says, a short time to get there. So let's dive into the book of James. You know, <clears throat> I remember this hip hop song a long time ago. And I, I remember laughing because I said, maybe I have this one particular teacher who I know is still living, who, who might have wrote that hip hop song. I was in junior high school and, and this teacher would say, you talk too much. You never shut up. And they said it lighthearted. I wasn't even offended. They weren't wrong. But there was this hip hop song sometime after that teacher made that comment to me multiple times, says, you talk too much. You never shut up. And I thought, man, maybe they wrote that song because they've told me that a bunch of times. Uh, I would get in trouble a lot of times simply from being talkative and goofy, uh, you know, in class. And so when I when I read the trouble that we get from the tongue, uh, most of James chapter three is is wrapped up in those issues. I, I, I immediately think perhaps one of the issues is we just talk too much. And secondly, secondly, because we're talking too much and because often the source of what we're talking about is corrupt in talking too much, we say too many of the wrong things. Okay. I like the old saying, and uh, if you can see me, right, you see whatever's in the well comes up in the bucket. Whatever's in the heart comes up in the mouth, right? What You know, you keep a lot in your mind, right? You keep a lot in your mind, it never gets to your mouth. But whatever's in the heart is coming up. Now, what does that mean? The heart is the seat of the affections. Well, in other words, whenever something we, something we care about is touched, 
whether we're offended or blessed, whatever's in the way or whatever's in the heart is going to come up in the bucket. I was talking to a, a young person yesterday, uh, 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 is uh, is an 11th grader and, uh, and, um, fine young fella, but he was frustrated about something and, uh, and he let a, a big ugly word pop out of his mouth. And one of my, one of the brothers in the Lord was right there. And I says, I said, Hey man, why is that, uh, why is that word even in your vocabulary? And the other brother just popped off this quick. Whatever's in the whale comes up in the bucket. You know, why do you even want that in the whale, right? And, and there's some collusion here. There's an upper whale and a lower whale. But what, whatever's in the whales, right? A lot of times we're good at keeping our thoughts to ourselves until it touches our affections. And sometimes vice versa. Sometimes we can be cool of spirit and loud of mind. But you get the illustration. Whatever's in the whale uh, comes up in the bucket. And the problem is in talking too much and in saying too many of the wrong things, we often cause a lot of damage. If you go back and look at James chapter three, uh, specifically the second half of verse five says, how great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. You know, recently I was talking to a couple of people and, and, you know, we were talking about the issue of ev evangelization. Uh, why? And, you know, I'm saying like, you, you know, do you do you guys actively share the gospel with people? And both of these guys said, you know, no, not like why. And basically both of them said we don't because we don't want to offend people and break relationships. But both of them are on social media and I'm their friends and I see what they post on social media. And they and I told them straight up, I said, you guys will will set on fire with your your tongue via the keyboard, your tongue via typing, you guys will set on fire the, the fire of hell when you're talking about politics. You don't care who you offend, but you won't share the gospel. So so let, let me let me go over a few things. I have a few, I hope, nuggets of golden wisdom for us. Number one, we need to recognize this. The tongue can ruin a lot, and it can ruin a lot fast. In other words, the tongue can do an incredible amount of damage. Look at verses five and six. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a force is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life and set on fire by hell. I mean, that's used twice. What? Wow, set on fire by hell. Great blaze. Okay? The tongue is a fire. Now, I was listening to the radio Sunday, and uh and so I Googled it today, and the, the Cameron Peak fires in Colorado are already at over one hundred thousand acres on fire. I'm reminded of this song, right? And it's, it's, a, it's a great old Christian song. It, you know, it only takes a, a spark to get a fire going. And soon all those around you are, are caught up in the, or warmed up in its glowing or something like that. It only takes a spark, right? That's a good thing. It only takes a spark of good. It only takes a spark of truth. It only takes a spark of gospel to get a fire going. But also it only takes a spark to get a blaze, a fire of hell going, a fire out of control. And those fires out in Colorado started with something, right? Here's what the scriptures reveal to us. The tongue 
can do a lot of damage and it can do a lot of damage fast. I mean fast and I mean big, fast and big, right? And we need to be aware of that. We need to be aware of that, not just on a daily basis, on a moment to moment, moment basis. We, um, we never like it when people say hurtful things to us, but we're rarely cautious about saying hurtful things. So many times, some little bit of innuendo, some rumor, some discussion to get started. The next thing you know, it's out of control. It's really out of control. Um, it's crazy. And in this political season, it's, it's doubly crazy. Um, I sat down to a peaceful dinner the other night and, uh, somehow or another, we got to talking about the two candidates and, and, uh, and, and next thing you know, there's tension, there's tension immediately. I was like, Oh, let me just ram this hamburger in my face and hush. And that's what I did. Uh, and then I, Turned to my daughter, who was also at the dinner. I says, uh, "How about me and you vote for Kanye West?" <laughs> and we had a good laugh, and we ate our burgers, and we hushed our mouths. Okay, so so first off, let's see that the tongue can ruin a lot fast, but we also need to recognize that the tongue is restless constantly. It never gets tired. It's always let's use this expression. It's always on the prowl. Okay. And I use that intentionally. We think of we think of one of the images of how Satan works is he's a he's a he's a roaming lion seeking someone to devour. I think a lot of times he he recognizes in in partnership with his work is the tongue of any average person, any person. That tongue is just restless. You say, say, where'd you get that? Look at verse seven and eight. For every kind of beast and bird and reptile, sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. It can ruin a lot fast and it's restless constantly. Wow. The tongue is poisonous. All right. So I know I'm I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy, and I'm, you know, big guy, not always in the most positive ways. Let's call it what it is. I'm fat, but I'm also pretty strong. And over the years, I have broken a lot of things that I didn't mean to break. I'm, I'm been really notorious about, you know, just grabbing something and, you know, with a wrench or a pair of pliers, and I'm just going to, you know, just move it. And my intentions are just totally good. And uh, in my overstrength, I just mishandled it or broke it. And you get that expression, you know, you don't know your own strength. You'd never know the own strength of your tongue. And I and I, I don't know why the human being is wired this way, but we can get 5,000 positive comments when we're kids, but we'll tend to remember those three or four really hurtful things that teachers and friends and parents and grandparents said to us. They just stuck with us. I say it again. I say it constantly. They say sticks and stones break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Hogwash. Words flat out hurt. So the tongue can ruin a lot fast, but it's also restless and poisonous. It's it's always on the move. And it can it can really do a lot of damage. And also, 
it often reveals how broken we are. So where, where do I get that? It's it's it can ruin a lot. It's restless, and it also reveals um, how broken and, and and hypocritical we really can be. So you know where do you get that? Well, look at verse nine. It says, with it, we bless our Lord and our Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. These things should not be so. Amen. Amen. Uh, I mean, I, I don't I don't understand often how how somebody can straight face sing, sing the hymns on Sunday morning and cuss their co-worker on Monday morning. You know, I don't know how folks can 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 pray the prayers and and then go home and 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 bicker and fight and yell at their spouse and their children and not get along with their their greater family their in-laws their brothers sisters and neighbors i don't get it right and so what we say often reveals our brokenness and that's sort of on the positive side revealing our brokenness is on the positive side on the negative side it reveals our hypocrisy Right, say the love of the Lord, but then we don't actually have language that that matches up to it. And in doing so, in revealing our brokenness and our hypocrisy, we can see that we're supposed to be fruit bearing people. We know that from several places in Scripture. James fifteen is the James fifteen verses one through eight is the um, best place to go find it fast, but. Look at what James says um, in verses 11 and 12. Does a spring pour forth the, uh, from the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives or grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. What he's really saying here is it might reveal something about us. It might reveal that we're not actually who we think we are, who we claim to be. The heart of the problem is the heart of the problem. I recently saw a picture of a couple holding a handmade sign and it says the, the problem is here and it had an arrow to the heart and it's got to be fixed here and it has an arrow to a picture of the home uh, before it'll ever be fixed here and had a picture to the world. And I thought that was awesome, right? I just Because it is. Whatever's in the well is going to come up in the bucket. That's the title of today's message. Whatever's in the well is going to come up in the bucket. And, and the, to, to fix the tongue is, you know, the first place it's got to be fixed is the heart. And oftentimes we think, you know, well, I've got a good heart or he's got a good heart. She's got a good heart. Well, the heart is deceitful and wicked. But a lot of times our speech reveals that we have a sort of fruitlessness over an issue or over a season that is really not good. Now, on the one hand, on the one hand, you know, that can be an issue for despair. But on the other hand, it can be the proof that we need to take it to Jesus. We need to take it to the Lord. Now, what, what I what I know always about myself is I need Jesus. He always gave the right answer. So he always knows the right answer. Uh, I, I don't need to just go get an answer. I need to walk in abiding fellowship and be getting answers. I don't know need to just go get a word from the Lord. I need to be getting words from the Lord. It needs to be very, very relational in that way. Does that make sense, brothers and sisters? We need Jesus and the tongue simply reveals that we need Jesus. It shows us our hypocrisy. It shows us our brokenness and it reveals how desperately we need Jesus. I'm sure you have no problem agreeing. Thank you for joining us on Light Steps Live today. 
My name is Katie Bose, and the rest of our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. Tim Bose is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club. Music